I just there's one story that my grandma once told me. It was about this this boy who he died when he was little, but his whole life he he was always hitting his mom, and his mom never hit him. And then when the boy died, then they buried him. His hand stuck out from the grave, right? And it was mm-hmm. just like over the fucking dirt. And the priest told her, you have to hit the boy's hand in order for him to go and be okay, right? And then she hits the hand and then the hand goes back down into the earth. What What the fuck? Welcome to the Better Man Podcast with Ivan and Suman. This podcast is all about how to be an optimal, conscious male in today's society. Join Ivan and Sumed as they go deep into the rabbit hole of personal growth, mindset, social dynamics, and spirituality. Are you ready to be a better man? And we are live. <laughs> What's good, baby? Uh... <laughs> this is the Better Man Podcast. In this episode, we're talking about religion. We're talking about why we're so more, more focused into spirituality now. And, you know, we are religious figures. We are religious people because we study many religions. But we do not follow one in particular because that would be to put god in a box and that would be to say that we have all the answers and everybody else is wrong sumed is going to kick us off with the bloody affirmations all right guys so (laughs) (laughs) bloody affirmations all right (laughs) let's kick it off so the first affirmation that i want you guys to start off with is i am consciousness i am consciousness i am the divine light that emanates across the planet i am the divine light that emanates across the planet i am simple yet complex i and simple yet complex oh man that that makes me want to cry i am always ready to be a better man let's go i'm always ready to be a better man yes baby yes baby amen hallelujah (laughs) all right let's kick it i don't i don't want i don't want to i don't want to you know i gotta I gotta wipe my makeup off. I'm gonna mess up my, 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 my eyeliner. Bro, your contour is <laughs> fading. <laughs> All right, my contour is fading. Fuck. Oh, oh. Ah. Uh, you know, on, on, honestly, whenever you said um, the whole um, "I'm simple yet complex," that one. Ooh, I said it again, and it it ugh, it just triggers something inside of me. I mm. I feel like like you know, literally. You know, I genuinely, I know I was kidding about, you know, the, the whole tearing thing, makeup shit, but I was actually tearing because 
that just seems so powerful in that moment that I feel it like, like, like right here, like right here. Let's oh. say like, like right here. And just oh, inside of me. Tingles. Yep. The spidey sense. My spidey senses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, bro. Um, Yo, Sumed, did you ever, did you, were you ever in a religion when you um, were growing up? So I was born in a Hindu family, in a Hindu caste. I'm a Brahmin. However, um, I chose to do my own research on a lot of different religions. And I chose to take the little aspects of every religion and different concepts of theology and spirituality that I found and preferred. And then mm -hmm. I started to live according to those doctrines, you could say, uh, rules. Um, I think it's important to have some structure in your life. But when there is only one path, it, it really takes away from all the other paths so i feel like everybody is an individual and you know this is all our opinions guys if you're watching right now obviously this is our own experience um these are our own ideas so these are just to get you thinking about different things okay we're not saying mm -hmm. that this is the answer but these are our answers and hopefully you can get something out of it a disclaimer to anybody listening we're gonna go deep here so mm -hmm. And we're not going to hold back. So if you're a kid mm -hmm. watching. Um, holding back no punches. Holding back no fucks. Mm -hmm, absolutely. So Holding back no dick slaps. <laughs> <laughs> and we're both scorpions. It's, a little, it, it's so, a little dick. It's a little dick. But I mean. Well, <laughs> yeah. But we do have a BDE, big dick energy. So we're Scorpio, you know. And so we're going to bring it. We're going to bring it. Okay. For sure. We're going to bring uh, the yo, out. <laughs> well, you know, it, it's wild because, like, you know, in Christianity, they talk about how, um, you know, the, the Scorpios and the, the star signs, like, the, all of that is, like, wrong. And that you shouldn't do that. And I personally feel like they're really, really wrong for saying that. Like, to me, that's just one of the ways that religion puts people away from connecting with their true self. Right? Because, because of... Um, you know, the star signs and, and all that stuff, I've been able to connect deeper with myself, right? And not Ivan, but the energy that manifests as Ivan on earth, right? Yeah. Talking about past lives and shit. This lady, she told me that in another past life, my previous past life, I was a very successful spiritual leader and I was very rich. And I was like, damn right I was. <laughs> Bro, I was actually she said that, um, so similar to that. Like, that's so weird that you say that because that's like a sacred. About me? No, like, about, you? about me. Like, someone else told me that, like, I, I was like an entrepreneur in another life. And yeah. Like, you know, that, that kind of stuff. And like, I was a leader. So that's really cool that, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then, and then, then she told me that, that um, I reincarnated to now integrate the mind, body, spirit teachings, right? Mm -hmm. And I was like, that so yo, it's what, it says on, it's what it says on my bio, you know? <laughs> like, what the heck? Yo, but honestly, it does make sense, this whole synchronicity, bro, because I know that straight up, I'm doing the best decision in my life is me moving in with you. You know, like, I know... People ask me, why are you moving to India? And I said, because somebody whose path correlates with mine 
it yeah. just makes sense, you know? It just makes sense to be around people whose path is next to yours. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Fuck, bro. Oh, my gosh, bro. <laughs> we're getting, we're getting, oh, my gosh. Ah. Oh, jeez. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, brother. I feel silly now. So, um, one thing that you brought up, which I thought was very interesting, was the fact that you said that religion really doesn't it holds a lot of rules right it holds a lot of doctrines and the thing is there are no rules to spirituality right there's no like kind of specific ideology or set of rules you just got to follow your heart and whatever Mm. you're encouraged to do you got to listen to your intuition and others around you and it truly sets Mm. you free because you can be Mm. the best that you can be and there's no punishment and there's no reward there's no heaven there's no hell Mm -hmm. it's just like you mm. are simply on your own path. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Definitely. Um, I also don't think that there is a heaven or hell, right? Um, and that's what I like about just like what you mentioned, um, you know, with the whole just being spiritual. You know, I mean, of course, everybody's spiritual because we are a spirit, right? But whenever you just focus on the spirit mainly and different ways of connecting to the spirit, um, it puts you in a powering position because, you know, in religion, they tell you that you don't have control of your life and that God has control over your life and you have no free will, right? Yeah. Which is entire BS belief system. <laughs> <laughs> um, because, you know, when, when you say that to people, like they, they lose control. They're like, okay, well, you know, it, it was God or Oh, it, I, it wasn't me. It was the devil. The devil made you do it. You know, that whole thing. And it's like, nah, man, you know, you actually have the power. You have the control. Mm. Yeah. And it's so funny how certain, like, I don't know, like I've only been to church like a couple of times. So <clears throat> I don't know, maybe you can speak on this, Ivan, but do you notice how some pastors, they, they mention the devil's name more than God? Like they bring up the devil a lot more than the than the name of the Lord. Is that true? Because the thing is, whenever you're saying something over and over again, like, isn't that actually calling that upon being? So aren't you actually bringing the devil in that Mm. case, if you're saying the devil's name over and over again, it's like Voldemort, right? (laughs) You're not supposed to say that, right? So it's like, doesn't that bring the actual Mm. energy of that? But I don't know. What's your idea on that? Um, I, I think that definitely when I was younger, I was very much taught to fear, right? And it was like, fear the devil. And I just, there's one story that my grandma once told me. It was about this, this boy who, he died when he was little, but his whole life, he, he was always hitting his mom and his mom never hit him. And then when the boy died, then they buried him. His hand stuck out from the grave, right? And it was mm. just like over the fucking dirt. And the priest told her, you have to hit the boy's hand in order for him to go and be okay, right? And then... She hits the hand, and then the hand goes back down into the earth. What What the fuck? What the 
fuck is that shit, bro? What, bro? That's like that's like a story you tell people to justify. Uh, um, um, uh, this fucking notification to justify hitting you. They're like, oh, you know, because God, it's it, God wants us to hit you. That's why. And if we don't hit you, it's not godly, and it's more demon-like, right? Fucking mm. shit, man. Yeah, that justification. Oh, is I know I didn't even answer your question, but that, <laughs> that was some something I needed to get off my chest. Right, and I think mainly the idea of what you were saying in terms of how, like you were mentioning fear, right? You were brought up with this feeling of fear. And I think that what spirituality brings is like this idea of uniting others in love and religion stems from this fear-based mentality, which is actually a lot of like cultural programming is in that mentality already. It's like all the resources mm -hmm. are going to run out, or we don't have enough time mm -hmm. on this earth. Like we, like mm -hmm. we're all about, to, you know, apocalypse. Like it's like this fear-based kind of thinking, right? That, everything's going to um, not work out or like there's not enough to go around, which is against the abundance whole paradigm. And like, I think that all that is true is that we're all one and that the only constant is love. Like that's kind of like basically all religion stems from love and the teachings of love, but some of mm -hmm. them are just skewed in their own ways and they have their own ways of paraphrase. And these are like, thousands and thousands of years old mm. books and like traditions right so of course they're gonna change and like it's like playing chinese whispers you know what i'm saying it's like someone whispers something to someone else and then they whisper it to another person they write it down on a stone tablet and it gets changed then, it gets changed yeah exactly uh -huh. it gets watered down and it's like yeah and you know everybody they're like adjusting it to to you know what they want to do what they want to control you know what i mean like the King James Bible, he was like, oh, you know, we, we want to have multiple women, right? So let's, let's change that, which I'm totally for, right? But that's not the point. The point is that they changed the scriptures to suit themselves better, bro. Mm. One time I was straight up in my room. I invited some people in. I was like, yo, you guys, um, they were like, yo, um, you know, there were like some church people that are like, yo, uh, you know, you want to do some like a few lectures? You know, we'll do like seven, seven sessions or something. And I was like, yo, that's totally cool, man. You know, I'd love to, you know, you know, learn. Right. And these motherfuckers straight up told me that their church here in London is the only church that is teaching the Bible correctly. <laughs> and I was like, you're telling me you've been to all the churches in London. He's like, I went to all the churches. I was like, you fucking liar. And then he was like, I, I, and he also said that, that uh, people who were doctors, um, you know, doctors without borders, people who are just generally good people didn't do any harm. But if they did not follow, mm -hmm. they, they did not go to his church, they were all going to go to hell. Mm. Right. I kicked him out of my room, bro. It was two dudes. I was like, you guys need to leave. You guys, I, I bring you in here and you guys tell me all of this garbage, like forcing me to do it. I'm just, I'm not with it, man. I'm really not with it. Mm. What was the moment where you kind of decided like they need to leave? Like, what was that like kind of moment in your mind? Like, 
Uh, um, it, I think um, it, those were the those as these words that I that I previously spoke. Those were the words that in my head I was thinking like, I don't want to spend more time with these people, and to continue with this with the Bible session, it's like they're it's like I realized that their purpose was not to, you know, help me, you know, you know, like uh, their purpose was not to help me. Right. Their purpose was to get me to go to their church. All right. And, you know, I mean, and even in, maybe in their own way, they thought like, um, I'm, I'm helping this person by telling them to do this. Right. But really, if you really, if it, if it really came to like, I want to just help this person, it would just be like, Hey, you know what? This is, this is the Bible, you know, here, take it. Right. Let's, let's keep doing this. Like, you know, I don't want to say you're right. I don't want to say you're wrong. Um, and that, that it all comes down to moral indignation, right? Mm. I speak about this in my course, uh, which I, I'm thinking of becoming maybe like a membership program because there's so much content that I've created that I, I think it would not be, it would not be okay. People would not listen to it if it was yeah. just like one course, but I speak about, um, um, moral indignation and that's like, that's like in the fear and the, 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 they use guilt right you, you you know you notice that there's a lot of guilt going around and that's to it's a specific kind of fear to use people to be like to not do certain things right you know certain guilt is good you know like if i kill somebody and i wouldn't feel guilty i'd be a fucking psychopath right yeah you know but they're, they're doing guilt like 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 little kids feel like they're wrong you know what i mean like anything that they do is incorrect Right. I know I certainly felt that way when I was a kid where it was like I was just wrong. And anything that I did was like, you know, in, in the grayscale, you know, yeah. it, 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 like you, you weren't really good or bad. You were just bad. <laughs> you're just you're just bad. <laughs> yeah. That moral dilemma thing is really like it can be really scary for you to like, like actually step out of the boundary of that and like be able to make and form your own opinions and decisions. Um, I think that, you know, a lot of times people talk about how we ourselves are divine, you know, and, and the fact is that there's a concept called higher self, right? And mm -hmm. the thing is, I was talking about two of my clients about this idea how we always think that, you know, when, when someone's pretending to be something that they're not, that that's a bad thing, that like, if you're not confident already and you pretending to be confident, that that's fake or that's not the real you or whatever. However, I kind of flipped the script on both of these clients mm. and I got to an aha moment with both of them, right? Mm. So it was the moment where I asked them that maybe, maybe, just maybe, that person in the future, five years from now, that confident version of you, that person who has everything that you want and is living the lifestyle that you want, maybe they are the real you. And the person you're being right now is a muted reflection of you. And you are actually being fake right now by playing smaller. And they went like, oh, snap. Like, I've never thought of it like that, you know? And yeah. by flipping it on its head, like, that got them to think, on a different scale, on a way of thinking about their mindset differently, that maybe my higher self is the real me. 
and the person I'm being now is just compensating or like trying to figure its way out and being fake actually. Yo, where does this concept come from? From the higher self, low self, subconscious self? Um, I think it's a Freudian, it's Freudian, but I, I, I mean, I know for sure there's the it, the superego and the, you know, the ego. Right. In Freudian um, terms, but. Yeah, I, I think it's a mix of both of that. And because Jung and Freud were like buddies at one point, but Jung was more esoteric and he believed in like metaphors and alchemy and like symbols and archetypes. Uh, whereas Freud believed more in the analytical, like psychoanalysis, like, you know, and he believed that sex was the cause of everything, basically. He thought, oh, that's probably because, like, some that's kind of That's probably because of sex. Right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's the way I understood it. Um, I think it's associated with multiple BSs, belief systems, right? And, um, like, Christianity has a higher self, Buddhism has a higher self, Hinduism has a higher self. And then the new age kind of, ideas and wokeness that we have we also have this concept of a higher self but nobody really knows so where funny. it's from like nobody really knows where it's from like i think yo that's the thing like most religions if you just take let's just take all religions right yeah 70 percent of what they're saying is the exact same thing in different words that's literally <laughs> all it is you know what i mean yeah, and, and like going through Google like, Translate, like, yeah, yeah it's like... The Quran says the same shit, the Bible says the same shit, Torah says the same shit, you know, uh, you know, treat others the way you want to be treated, um, yeah. you know, don't be a dick or whatever, like, and the thing is, like, these books, none of them say follow religion. Hmm. True. Right, people created religion out of the books, right? Yep. But the books are just spiritual teachings, right? Absolutely. You will not find anywhere in the Bible that says be Christian, be Mormon, be Orthodox. Nowhere does it say that is a human cre that is a human creation. Religion is not godly. Religion is human. Mm. God, oh my! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> got into the zone there talking about that um yeah man i believe that and i was also i remember i was talking to you about this in terms of how Taoism has this concept you're glitching, of, bro you're glitching oh i'm glitching is it better now <laughs> boom yeah Good. we're back mm-hmm Okay, cool. So yeah, I was talking about this concept with you a little while back on how like in Taoism, they have the yin and the yang, right? And yeah, yeah. the way that I perceived it was really interesting how they believe and I, I don't, don't know where I heard this, but basically the yin and yang, right? It's darkness with a little bit of light and lightness with a little bit of dark, right? And apparently this eternal realm like this was some kind of belief system that I read about. Like this eternal realm is the darkness with a little light at the end of the tunnel. And that's where we can be, you know, associated with God. And the other side is like all this light with just a little bit of darkness in it. So I was thinking, that's really interesting, man. Like that's something else, right? 
So the thing is that balance that they talk about in the yin and yang, you can find this in different religions, right? This is why I love hermeticism, bro. Like that makes so much sense though. Oh my God. Yeah. Like the hermetic principles. I'm sure you're familiar with this too. Like, you know, the law of polarity, uh-huh. the law of gender, the law of like uh, correspondence, all these laws in hermeticism, right? So that law of polarity of like the difference between the black and the white, the contrast, the polarity, right? That is seen in so many religions too. It's like Christ was this figure who was very, very masculine. He led a path of people to do what they wanted, right? He was very masculine in that sense, but he had a very feminine look to him. He had like long hair, right? Super soft face, so facial feminine features, like in all of the, like in all of the paintings, like he's portrayed as very feminine. And the similarly, like um, I have Shiva over here. I don't know if you can see him, right? God Shiva is the, is the God of creation and destruction, right? And basically, um, he also has a very feminine look to him, but he's a very masculine mm-hmm. character, right? He's a destroyer, mm-hmm. but he's also a creator. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I love that idea of like contrast because this world is just made up of contrast and, non-du- um, and duality, right? We're in a world of duality, but God or God consciousness or Christ consciousness is all about that non-duality. It's all about like everything is one, right? And so, I don't know. That's just a deep thought of the day (laughs) that I just wanted to share with you. But yeah, there's definitely something between the genders, um, the, the light and the dark, as well as the ideas of us being one unity, one human race, right? Definitely. There is a concept of it, but I don't know if people are living in that unity. There's definitely a lot of separation right now in this time, in this day and age. So mm-hmm. what, what do you feel are some ways for us to unite more as people instead of creating this separateness? I think political correctness is really getting us to shame others. And we're creating a kind of culture where we feel like we, we can just shame anybody and like make them feel guilty for saying something wrong or offending someone. And so we're growing up in a generation now where we're very scared of speaking our minds and speaking the truth. Um, Yeah. So what is your opinion on that? How can people become much more united instead of so separate in their thoughts and their ways? Um, You know, uh, you know, you realize that uh, there's two things I want to mention. I'm just going to give you the bullet points right now. One, we are all God. Number two, is the um, everyone wants wants to prove the other person wrong, right? Mm. I'll start with the with the second one. We get a benefit from proving the other person wrong, and we like to prove the other person like we're, we're like, yeah, I'm right and they're wrong, right? <laughs> and that kind of comes down to like instead of trying to seeking to understand, they're seeking to be understood first. Mm, and we right. need to understand the other person first so we can really understand what is it exactly that they're even saying, right? Like mm-hmm. if we took the Democrats and the Republicans and we, we just, we took, we put them together and we just kind of like, you know, fuck the, besides the arguments and all that other stuff, if we're like, all right, all that aside, now let's really talk it out. Let's actually, 
oh, wait, wait. Oh, you made that point. Yeah, that person made that point too. Don't you agree with this as well? Yeah, that's what you want as well. You guys have mutual goals. You're trying to come up with the same thing, right? Mm -hmm. But you're so focused with the, this person is wrong and I'm right, that we can't focus on uniting and actually coming together and creating an equal goal. Because it is the exact same goal, but we're fighting each other. Right. So, so it's like saying it's like saying we have the same goal, right? But this person's right and this person's wrong. So doesn't that mean that <laughs> that your goal is wrong then, right? If you're yeah. saying that the other person is wrong, but you have the same goal, it's like if you have a twin, right? And you're like, oh, you're ugly, <laughs> bitch. You have the same face as me. <laughs> it's just like childish. It's like childlike behavior. Like you're right, uh, I'm right, and you're wrong. Like that kind of thing. The small self, the small self, for sure. Mm. And the other one was God, you know what I mean? Like, the simplest way that I can prove to you that you are God and that this flesh is God and this air is God is that there was nothing and then there was something, right? So that, that, that nothingness was created out of God because there was nothing to create it out of but besides God right mm. so anything that does exist is god because if we say that it's not god we're saying that it is an element outside of god's force mm. i see same with luck same with luck you know yeah I, I i agree with you um however in terms of that like there's a lot of people who you know in schools and stuff, they don't teach pe ch the children evolution, right? Because they're only like, they teach them about the ways of God and like um, the Bible. So mm -hmm. would you say that even the monkeys are God, right? Even the little single celled organisms, all of that comes from a divine spark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I don't know. Me and evolution, we have a funny, a funny uh, relationship. Complicated relationship. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, um, you know, she's she's scared to meet my parents. I'm like, yo, <laughs> it's, it's cool, you know. We already spoke about you. Um. Oh, uh, but yeah, I I do think like evolution can be real. I I think we did evolve to become what we are now, but maybe not exactly in the order that we think we did. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's, that's just, that's, that's just kind of what I'm, what I'm, what I'm thinking. Mm -hmm. um, you know, in the same way that like, you know, I love capitalism, right? <laughs> but you know, there's a few, we need to do a few tweaks here to make it actually a little bit more correct, correct in that's like, you know, more beneficial, right? But yeah, there's a final the line. Where it's like yeah. we can't benefit entirely from our knowing. We can't know if we are already saying that this is what it is, right? So it's yeah. like be, begin questioning everything. That's really what got me outside of, um, you know, um, Christianity and Catholicism is because I was just always like, okay, you know what? Let me question this for a second. Like, I don't want to just follow what you're telling me. Yeah. Right. I, I have a choice. I actually have a choice. And I think that's kind of what got me 
out of out of that position where I was, mm-hmm. where you know, considering you know, um, intense childhood traumas and, and a lot of uh, social conditioning, many people don't make it out of the, just those two. They can't make it out. They don't become what I am becoming, what I'm in the process of be continuously becoming. Because, you know, it's like, it's like, of course, the resources are there, right? But yeah. It's like, a, it's like someone who's stupid doesn't know they're stupid. Someone who's smart know, can, can be like, yeah, actually, I don't know, right? But somebody who they already know it. And that's why they stay stupid, right? Because the learning stopped. And me, yeah. I was like, uh-huh. And I was like, well, actually, I, I, I don't know. And I don't think I will ever actually ever, ever really, really know, right? Yep. So just continue searching, continue questioning. The master has failed more times than the student has even tried. <laughs> Facts. Um, yeah, bro, I, I agree with that. Absolutely. And the thing is, in religion, there's, there's this idea of punishment, right? And, and spirituality speaks about karma. And I know karma is, a, is an element of, of my original religion, Hinduism. However, I think that instead of taking this threat of hell or punishment, when you talk of karma, you get into these new age concepts emerging like the law of attraction. Because the law of attraction is basically you get what you give, mm-hmm. right? It's simple, but people mm-hmm. want to overcomplicate it and add micronutrients and like little steps to it to make it way more complicated than it is. But the thing is, it comes from that one idea of karma stemming from that. So I think it's, it's beautiful when human beings can take a concept and then expand upon it. Uh-huh. Definitely, definitely. Where, where it's like, it's like, I don't think religion, it's like, you know, any religion that we take, we'll say, you're mostly right. You're mm-hmm. for sure. I think for sure you're mostly right. But there's a few things here. If we, if we take this other concept from this other religion, this just makes more sense, right? Let's, yeah. dis- let's disregard this. This is total bullshit. You know this is total bullshit. I have no clue. You're just blindly following. Let's take this other concept. Let's bring it in here. Oh, you know what? This is making more sense. It's making more sense. The fuck? Yo, by the way, do you think there's a heaven and hell? Is, it, is that a real thing? Like, when, you, when we die, do you think mm. we go to heaven? You know what? A part of me believes in a weird idea of, like, how we're all just souls connected with lots of other souls you know and and the thing is i believe in past life and future life and how our souls are carried on um heaven and hell is a complicated one i think there is definitely a dark energy and a light energy right because from from my own feeling i know that i have a hell inside of me and i've reached down to the roots of hell already here right on this planet and i know i have a heaven inside of me and a lightness in my being like that's what i know i believe in heaven and hell on earth and the fact if there is in your mind in your mind man so the fact that if it's here uh astrally or if it's here outside of this physical plane i can't say for sure however what I can say is that it's an interesting thought experiment. And 
because say that there is a thing like that you get punished for your sins or whatever, right? Um, what exactly would that be the benefit of that? Of someone being punished? Would they learn their lessons in their next um, reincarnation? Or, or like what would be the idea of um, punishing yeah. someone, like burning in the depths of hell? The, yeah, yeah. Actually, there was this one guy. He told me that apparently... Um, God wants time to run so that more people can get to heaven, right? Okay. And, and this guy, he, he was studying the Bible for, for many, many years, and that's, that's the conclusion he came to. Um, but just using, you know, let's just take rationality for a second here and be like, wait, wait, wait a second here. So you're telling me that this person who's all-knowing, all-seeing, all omnipotent right yeah he's he's waiting for people to convert so you're telling me this guy this person that not not person this being knows who's gonna go to heaven knows who's going to go to hell because he, he knows everything right <laughs> he's always watching he's like santa claus <laughs> yeah <laughs> so he knows who's gonna go to hell and he's purposely creating hell just on purpose because he knows that some people are going to go to hell. Like just that idea sounds completely stupid, right? Mm. Like that just sounds so evil. It sounds so evil. You know, like, yeah, I created hell. I know I created humans as well. And um, I, I know who's going to go to heaven <laughs> and I know who's going to go to hell. Um, yeah. So yeah, my, my, I mean, you know, it's cool. Like, like it's like he he wants people to go to hell within that concept, right? But I personally don't don't believe in in heaven and hell anymore. Um, I I think those are just um, um ways of describing you know the infinite up and the infinite down. Yeah. Right. The the devil to me is just just negative, right? But like that's that's the thing, right? Um, we take one of the laws of thermodynamics. I think it's the third one. And like, let's say we're on a spectrum, yeah? And let's say we're, let's just say we're right here, right? And then we move three points down. Mm. In that moment of moving three points down, that was negative, right? Now, let's, and so basically, and so we moved and we're stuck here and then now we're at, we're at zero. We basically become at zero, right? Now let's say we move even higher into the spectrum and let's say somebody moves five points down and they're and they, they stay stuck here they're at zero now you're at zero here you're at zero here right okay from this person's perspective though the person who's up here is positive right even though they went negative in in this oh. person's perspective this person's world this this person's positive and this one is more negative right all right but i um, mean when you take the law of thermodynamics anywhere you go you move you stay there you become zero there. That's what becomes point zero. Because mm. it's infinite, right? Anywhere you go in the in the thing, it's just zero, right? Yeah, totally. Um, would you say that you believe in fate or destiny? Yeah, yeah. I, I think as humans, we have our destiny written out already. You know, as I say, it's written in the stars. Uh, but the, the thing is, you know, because humans, we're, we're special. We have the ability to choose. So 
um, we can definitely go out of our path. I know I've been not on my path before, not on my, not on my purpose. Right. And that's the thing. Like many people are not on their purpose. Right. I, I'm, I'm 21 years old and I know what my purpose is. People live up until they're 45 years old until they start doing their purpose. Exactly. 45 fucking years old. And so they, and so they align with the, who they're supposed to be. Right. So, yeah. you know, you could be drifting the whole time, right? You could just be drifting the whole time. So we like, uh, so I did my numerology chart. Yeah. And um, I'm a number 11 for my life path. And that essentially, it's like a powerful thing. You know, anybody who's a number 11. And today's um, the 11, you know, by the way. <laughs> today's That's the fine. 11th. Like, see, bro, see, I, I, I'm going through, uh, today's emotions that I've gone through, I, through, though intense as they've been, very roller coaster like mm. um, it's probably because today's the 11th, right? So this is what happened. In my life path, I have the, the 11, right? But I can choose to be the one. And in the... So, okay, uh, hold on. Let me just redo this again. From point zero. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we get to 11. And you're, there's special numbers that you're not supposed to break down anymore in numerology, right? Yeah. Um, if you get to 11, you stop there, right? But the way we calculate numbers in numerology is like, let's say um, we take a five and we take a nine. Let's just, and let's say the number is 95, right? And we break it down, it's in the nine and it's a five. And we add that nine plus five, that equals 14. Okay, 14, let's break it down even more, right? Um, one plus four. That equals five. All right, we're stuck with five. All right. Um, so what happens is you're, su you're supposed to stop at 10, right? But there are certain numbers that you don't break down anymore if they're above 10, right? Yeah. 11, 22, 33, those are uh, some of them. What can happen is there are certain 11s who what they do is they go one plus one equals two, and they go to the two, Right instead of being on the number 11, which is the, the, the path they're supposed to be on, right? Okay. Um, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, that's numerology, you know, the study of numbers. You know, numbers, you know, whole numbers run your life, your bank account, yeah. credit card score, your license plate, your name, your age, right? The, the years you were born, right? Social yeah. security number. Numbers was, run your whole life. I was actually watching this show the other day called Touch, and it's about this kid who can, like, see numbers everywhere and he he can't speak but that's how he speaks is through numbers so he like writes notes and his dad like solves mysteries for him it's kind I, of i see that yeah i have seen that yeah that's super interesting because it yeah reminds me of the the golden ratio and how everything you know the the golden spiral and how like that seashell right is the the fibonacci sequence the pattern of of the seashell is similar to other patterns in nature and that nature has this mathematics associated with it like that goes to show you that there's definitely an architect in this bitch you know what i mean like there's definitely uh -huh. some, like, figuring things out and making nature look a certain way like the golden ratio is one of these things that fascinated me for a while like how human beauty like the symmetrical faces how we're into 
how we uh, look towards symmetrical faces as beautiful in like magazines and things, they have a specific measure and like a golden ratio attached to that. So yeah, man, numbers are super interesting. I think that patterns, mm -hmm. looking for patterns in anything can be so beneficial, especially when it comes to like figuring out this game of life because none of us come here and we're like handed human instructions like, you know, hey, here's, here's the manual. Like, here's how you got to figure this thing out, you know, like no one really gets it like that. And so it's up to us to create our own path. And I agree with you what you said about destiny and fate. The thing is, I believe that we have a fate. However, it's within our control to manipulate that fate. I, I feel like too, because um, a part of me believes that we can create our own realities. However, a part of me also believes that a lot of things are out of our control. There are certain circumstances that need to happen for our life in order for us to evolve or order for us to move forward closer to our life path, closer to our life goals. In Hinduism, they, they have something that's a concept that's called Dharma. And Dharma can't be directly translated into English in any way, but the closest thing to it is probably like um, a moral duty right? An obligation to a path that you have to live your life according to your duty on earth. So that is kind of an interesting concept to me because the whole idea of Hinduism, like it's to attain moksha, which is to surrender yourself to God. It's like the idea of just like being able to surrender yourself essentially and not be so attached mm -hmm. to the idea of trying to control and manipulate the universe, but really allow the power, uh -huh. of nature and the power of the universe to live through you. Uh, I think that's mm -hmm. a way of looking at it. It's mm -hmm. like kind of why I like mm -hmm. the flow coach. <laughs> uh -huh. Yeah, I do think that when we try to take control, almost like control in this sort of context, it's kind of like we're going against the flow we're going against what is intended for us right and and sometimes we're trying to force things to happen mm -hmm. but if you're forcing it you're struggling right yeah and this it's the funny thing people think we're supposed to struggle right people think like hustle nose to the grind yeah you know wake What's up Gumption in it, oh. boy. <laughs> yeah, I got right? it. Right. Um, and you, I mean, you can achieve results like that, but you're gonna suffer. It's gonna be really, really hard, right? Yeah, you're so only. So if we just so allow, uh huh, we just allow the flow, our our nature to, you know, it's it's supposed to be easy, you know, it's supposed to be easy. Audience members listening, repeat after me: alignment over hustle. Alignment over hustle. Alignment over hustle. Alignment <laughs> over hustle. Uh, uh. <laughs> the new, the new, uh, the new Better Man podcast, a uh, theme song. Alignment over hustle. <laughs> and there's just like chipmunks and uh, squirrels and like some deer and they're, they're all wearing like uh, yeah, like Disney creatures. They're wearing like outfits. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like like uh yeah 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 like um charlie and the chocolate factory like the 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 little 
orange people oompa loompas <laughs> they're wearing those outfits and they're all going like it's a new hustle yeah oh man that's funny <laughs> would they have their faces painted orange though and like have those weird haircuts because those haircuts were mad weird bro you remember that mm. like a thing on the top mm. and like two things on the side like kind of mm. looks like you actually i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> damn i mean I-, I guess i am cute you know what i mean <laughs> i guess i am cute oh uh, man do you believe that there is a benefit to following your heart? What does following your heart mean to you, Ivan? Um, you know, you take some wires. You know, like those wires that you use, they use to like start cars to transfer energy. Well, you Started. clamp those up to your nipples, right? And then you clamp it up to your phone, all right? And then you go to Google Maps, right? And there's um, there's like a there's a Chrome installment that you can add, <laughs> and um, it's like it's like heart GPS, and you just follow your heart with the shit clamped up to your nipples into the phone. <laughs> no, that sounds so. No, um, <laughs> why didn't I hear this app? <laughs> uh, it's uh, no, just follow your heart. Um, we can can really just mean like follow your your higher self follow your intuition yeah and you know really you know what's best for you you know people are going to be upset that you're not following what they're telling you to do your parents are going to be upset if you tell them i'm not going to go to college you tell them i'm going to go and pursue a career in acting if you tell or whatever you do i mean really you're going to upset anybody you're going to say anybody and everybody yeah. so might as well just do your own shit and in that way you begin to attract people who are more like you and following like one thing i used to have sort of like i felt like i was a disappointment to my parents because i didn't follow i wasn't who they wanted me to be i didn't behave the way they wanted me to be i didn't have haircuts like they wanted me to be, right? You know, does shit like that, like that right? Too, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, so, so it's like, I mean, I liked it. I enjoyed it, and you know, people liked me because I was behaving that way. If I forced myself to become who my parents wanted me to become, I would not be aligned with my path right now. Yeah. I'd be suffering. I'd probably commit suicide. Straight because up, you would be living fractal. You're living with a mask. Exactly, man. Yeah, you're living fractionally. Mm-hmm. You're not living the full life the way you want it. And yeah, I think like the heart is said to be like sixty times uh, more magnetically or electrically stronger, or six thousand times more electrically stronger. I don't know the right of facts, but I've read this uh, at a certain place, and more than the brain, right? And so, um, and that just tells me that it has something to do with manifestation. Like when we say our heart's desire, like that's really what it is. It's like what we truly want. Mm -hmm. It's a way to connect with that. And the power of the heart, actually, when we listen to our own heartbeat, it gives us a feeling of safety because when we were in our mother's womb, we also listened to our mother's heartbeat. Right. And so 
I feel like Whoa. I feel and also in in raves they have certain beats per minute that's like a heartbeat that's why people go to raves because they feel safe there it builds a community wow. and I think religion is also like a community right when, when people create a community it creates a sense of safety bubble around you and you feel warmth and you feel like taken care of and trusted there and so it makes sense to me why people follow religion. It makes it makes perfect sense to me why um, people, you know, <laughs> you flex it over there, motherfucker. Um, <laughs> I do that all the time with my, with my, yeah, with your what? With my with my Terry Crews pecs. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Terry Terry Crews does it so good though. He so does good, it so yeah. good. So good. <laughs> Um, yeah, definitely. A r- religion kind of like they're like, I'll take away your sins. That's what the priest says, right? Confess your sins to me, and I'll be the one who takes your sins away, right? I'll, you know, ten Hail Marys. I don't think and Holy Fathers. You're done. Y- yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think. Um, <laughs> um, I don't think we can sin against God. I actually don't think we can sin against God. Mm. or create any sort of sin um because i think everything that happens is supposed to happen right Mm. yeah even murder like i think in terms of like sin it's just like a thing a label put on someone to make them feel guilty about what they're doing and the thing is of course we have laws right if you break laws then that's just going against laws you're and that's a different thing altogether, right? Because that's mandated by a state and laws change based on states, right? And the, the thing is like, I don't think it makes you a bad person if you have a good heart and a good conscience. Like if you know you're doing something a little bit off and a little bit bad and you have that voice in your head telling you, you probably shouldn't mm-hmm. be doing this, you know? That is mm-hmm. you being a good person. Like even if you do that thing, if you have that voice in your head, you're still a good person. You know what I mean? So that humanness, when we have that level of empathy, and I believe empathy is a skill. It can be learned, you know? So people who don't feel with their heart and they don't feel a sense of human emotion, I still feel like there are ways for people to be much more empathetic and sympathetic if they just choose to learn it and think of it like a discipline or a skill or a ritual that they're actually getting better at. Mm. Yeah, kind of like meditation or yeah, or any of that Even you know, working out, getting fit. Mm. When you actually think empathy about it, like muscle, bro. Yeah, flex it, flex mm. your empathy Empathism. muscles. Let's go, let's Fle- go. Uh, <laughs> something over, but yeah. <laughs> heaven, yeah. <laughs> heaven, yeah, heaven. That's it. Instead of he- hell yeah, we say in heaven yeah up in here. Heaven yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro. I think I'm ready to close down the shop. Close down the shop. <laughs> All right, brother. Burgerston. All right, brother. Well, how can people get in touch with you, my man? How can they reach out to you if they want more godly advice? Yo, check out my Instagram. Check out 
my YouTube, Odd Resilience. I'm posting workout videos. I'm posting food videos. I'm posting wisdom videos. I'm posting videos of me. Uh, a video I'm going to post this week is on, um, I was singing in the shower because I, I had some tr trouble and I was like, let me sing to my higher self. And then um, my higher self spoke through the clouds, through me to, to myself, right? And it was like, anything that can't exist is yours. <laughs> any path that can exist is yours and i was like any path that can exist is mine and if i think it's real and if i think it's for me it's for me then so yeah odd resilience awesome. and what about you bro all right guys so if you want to reach out to me shoot me a message on facebook um that's facebook.com slash sumed s-u-m-e-d-h-c or you can go to www.flowzoneacademy that's f-l-o-z-o-n-e academy.com and please do reach out to me we love hearing your guys's inputs by the way um stay safe out there and make sure that you're just being in your best self and you know living up to your full potential gang gang splash splash thanks for watching bless up